Hi guys, welcome back to episode 9 of these 20-somethings. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'm super excited that we've gotten so far. So last week, I just wanted to recap on what we talked about then. We talked with Alex Brown about being single and having a solo seat at the table and what that entails and the benefits of that as well. But this week, we will be talking about the power of I am with Jay Slaughter. But before we get into the show and before I introduce the guest or have her introduce herself, I should say, I wanted to just make sure to let you guys know to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast pretty please so that we can make sure that we're more visible to everyone within our target market, all the 20 year olds out there or people within this decades decade um in their life so make sure that you definitely do that and um again review so i want to hear you guys' feedback what do you guys want to hear from me and definitely rate it so i can see what you guys kind of think of the progress that we're making so that we can make any improvements in season two so now we're going to get into introducing jay slaughter so jay if you could just introduce yourself that would be amazing Hello, hello, hello. My name is Jay Slaughter. Uh, Christian, I thank you so much for having me on this podcast. So my name is Jay Slaughter. I am a transformational speaker, brand strategist, and CEO of I Am The Collection. And what I do is I teach influencers, creatives, and leaders all over the world how to build successful brands through the power of I Am. So I'm so excited to be on here with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So I don't even really remember exactly how we met. I just know that my dad one day called me junior year and was like, hey, so I know you're looking for an internship. There's this lady who I kind of know but kind of don't know, but I heard about her. And I think that she kind of is someone who you should connect with. And then I don't even remember how we even like got to the point of meeting up, but Basically, me and Jay met up in person, and she kind of helped me to have some more insight on what it's like to own a a business of your own and kind of, like, the different things that you kind of have to think about that I didn't really realize or maybe I did but didn't know how much, like, work it actually took. So that's pretty much how we met. Um, And, yeah, so I kind of worked with her for that summer, and it was fun. And yeah. after that, we kind of, we haven't really stayed that much in contact, but now we are. So yeah. what have you yeah. been up to? <laughs> what have you been up to since then? Um, well, one, yeah, just what have you been up to? And then we'll get into the question of the week later. I just kind of wanted to see where are you now? What's going on? I know you had your event. I want to hear about that too. So can you tell the okay. people? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was Angel that, uh, how I found out about you, Angel and your dad, they knew each other, and so Angel reached out to me and said, hey, I know, you know, a young lady who's really trying to start a business, and could you help her out? And of course, you know, I was like, yes, because Angel was my good friend, and okay. then the rest is history, so I think that's how it all came about. But I so enjoyed having you that summer, and so what I've been up to, I have literally been um, grinding, 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 um, trying to just 
travel the world and teach people about the power of I am through entrepreneurship, through live experiences, and through words of affirmation. And so I've just been doing that, whether that be on Facebook Live videos, like I said, live experiences, or just through the power of affirming yourself. And so um, one of the big things, you know, I have on school, I am Academy. And so I've been, I've been, you know, keeping up with that as well, but we had to take a leave of absence because my mom passed away this past August, August 1st, she passed away. And so that was like a huge, um, um, oh, like a huge, um, dagger in my heart. Um, when my mom passed away, so it kind of honked everything, you know, when it, as it relates to me in business. But um, after that, after, you know, time of uh, properly healing and properly grieving, I took a vacation and, you know, I kind of got myself back together and started to work. You know, I started back getting back in, into the swing of things. So then that, um, once I got into the swing of things, I started to, you know, be, do more of my executive coaching with my clients. And also, I just had my first ever retreat, which is the event you—the event you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So my first ever retreat was a retreat for influencers, creatives, entrepreneurs, CEOs who just wanted to relax, rejuvenate, and release anything or anyone that was stopping them from becoming their 2019 version of themselves. And so it was an amazing turnout. I only hosted. 14 women. I wanted to keep it small. It was kind of a beta of a business model that I will be uh, going with in 2019. But it was an amazing experience. So many breakthroughs, so many laughs, so much, you know, girl time just chilling and having a great time. So now I'm getting ready for my release party that is happening on Sunday. Um, and it's basically, it's just it's just a follow-up to my retreat where we're going to be at an event where I'm I'm going to be releasing um, The Power of I Am, the movie, the docu-series. And so that would be like the first day of filming. And so I'm coming out with my movie in 2019 on my actual anniversary. So I've been grinding, girl. I've been really grinding. I've been really grinding just trying to teach people about the power of I Am and how the power of I Am can help you in any area of your life if you just activate it. So that's what I've been up to. Okay, I'm such a nerd. I have chills right now because you just inspire me a lot. And okay, you are right oh. about <laughs> you are right about Mr. Angel and my dad. They're like really close. I t- completely forgot about that. So yeah, you're definitely right about that. Now that I think about it. But yes, yeah, yeah. so you are someone who during that summer I was definitely just like figuring out me. And you're someone who has always stuck out for me because. While you do different things, I kind of want to, I don't want to say model my career after you per se, but you do things that I am walking towards currently. Um, wow. But just, wow. I, I just have a different take on it, if you will. Like, I want to talk on different topics and have a different niche and different audience, but you still kind of go about it in a way that I would want to go about it. So, yeah, that was definitely really exciting to hear. Congratulations. and. About your mom, you're welcome. I really give my deepest condolences about your mother's. I really am sorry to hear that news, and that was very shocking for me as well. So I hope that you have rested and just recovered from that as much as you can in that short amount of time. So 
definitely sorry to hear about that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So definitely, I don't know, I feel like we both just got busy in our own lives, but hopefully we can stay better connected. And no, I we're going to do it. We're going to commit to it. Okay. I'm going to make it my business. <laughs> no, because actually, like, I had so much fun with you over the summer. I don't know what happened. Like, we just, I don't know. You know, you were going back to school. I was working. So, but that that's the best of path. We're going to work on it, and we're going to become better. <laughs> okay, good. Good. And yeah. also, I just want other people to kind of, reach out to you maybe if they have some questions on really what the power of I am is. So before we get into the question of the week, I know I literally just said that, but can you kind of touch on what that is first of all? So so here's the thing. I can I can tell you a little bit about how I discovered the power of I am. So it was actually um, May 30th, 2011, around 2.30 p.m. I was sitting at work and I was working at American Airlines at the time. I was sitting at work and my boss had came over and said something to me that was racist. So I had to make a decision. Either I was going to snap on him and lose my good flight benefits or I had to make a decision to go to the washroom and calm myself down. So Mm -hmm. I literally went to the washroom. I looked in the mirror and I calmed myself down. Now, mind you, at this time, I was insecure. I was dealing with rejection issues. I was dealing with insecurities. I was overweight. I was confused. I didn't know what I wanted to do because I went to school to be a hairstylist, and here I am working at, at a desk at, you know, an airline. Mm-hmm. So I was really confused about the, for the direction of my life. So here I am. I'm sitting in the washroom, tears rolling down my face face, negative $400 in my bank account, car about to get repossessed, about to lose my home, and I'm looking in the mirror, then my boss come over and says something to me, I go to the washroom, I'm looking in the mirror, and I just, I looked at myself, and I was like, you know what, I am beautiful, I am successful, I am, I am amazing, I am intelligent, I am not what he just said, but I am an entrepreneur, I am endless possibilities, I just kept on saying, I am, I am, I am, so midpoint for me walking out of the bathroom, God spoke to me and he said, create a collection of I am, and it's not to speak to where you are, but where you're going, so literally what the power of I am is, and what it did for me, and what it did, what it do for people all over the world, it literally changes the trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. Because whenever you speak the word I am, whatever follows the word I am starts looking for you. So that's why you have to be careful when you say I am tired. Because everything in the realm of being tired is going to start looking for you. You have to be careful when you say I am broke. Because everything that is in the realm in the the universe that has to deal, deal with you being broke is going to come and find you. There's so much power in your words. And so that's why I am on a mission to teach influencers, creatives, entrepreneurs, leaders, and just people all around the world about the power of I am and how the power of I am can change the trajectory of your life if you know how to unleash it. Yeah, that's definitely... See, okay, I also get chills again because that's something that I want to do, but more so for my generation as of now and then kind of walk my way up to my, like, long-term objective I guess or not even long term but just um for me with these 20 somethings I realized that there was not really a space for 
my generation, people who are within this decade of life going through this whole like newly navigation with figuring it out, there was no place that I came across at least that had talked about all these things in one space. So that's really why I created this platform and this is just phase one. So I'm gonna be doing more things with this whole brand. But um it's I definitely love it. Congratulations. Thank you. It's definitely yeah. factual when you say like the power of I am because, you know, for example, I feel like a lot of people within this age group, because we are so like a lot of us can be at times stuck where we are now stuck in that mind frame you kind of do like start to say those things about yourself and you realize that you're like in this pattern and I kind of experienced that myself like you know my senior year after like meeting you and stuff junior year I kind of went through my own little like personal thing so I was very enclosed and felt very stuck and even like after graduating from college, I was feeling still very stuck and feeling very enclosed. But then one day I just literally just snapped out of it and I had to be like, look, I need to elevate. So yes, <laughs> 2019 yes. is my elevation year and everything that like I want, I will have. So that's what I'm practicing yes, yes. as well. It's just like very being very intentional. And so I know Jay yes. is coming across very strong, maybe to some of you guys who aren't really there in that mind frame yet. But really initially or essentially, I mean, what she's trying to say is you just have to be very intentional with your life and with your objectives and with how you speak about who you are. So that kind of is a great following up to our question of the week, which is how do you define yourself? Or no, it's how do you define who you are and why? So listeners, definitely just write that down um, if you don't want to have to play it back. But I want you guys to really think about that for yourselves. Um, either now you can press pause and think about it, write it down, or you can listen through through the rest of the podcast and then do it later. But Jay, for you, how do you define who you are and why is that? Um, I defined who I am. You know what? I, I, I have to say I am a survivor. I am a survivor. Everything about me says survivor. I, you know, at a very young age, I went through a lot of things. Um, and this is my why, you know, I'm a survivor because, you know, when I was growing up, I grew up very fast. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks at me and everybody thinks that I'm the older. So I have a sister and I have a brother and everybody always thinks that I'm the older sister and my sister's the younger sister. Uh, you've met my sister before. Yeah, so I didn't know that. Always, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So everybody always thinks that I am the older sister. And it's because, you know, when I was 12 and 13 and 14, I was hanging out with 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds. I had to grow up very fast um, and I have to... I struggle with daddy issues. I struggle with daddy issues in a sense of where I was looking for love from my father. Like, he had his love language, and I had my love language, and I thought that my love language and how I wanted him to love me was the right way, and maybe he just didn't know, you know, um, and and, and it it caused me to go looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. But even in that, you know, losing my virginity at a very young age, at the age of 12, you know, having to lose my virginity at the age of 12 and having to survive the moments of 
people talking about me, people uh, downing me, calling me sluts, and you know all types of all types of negative things. Having to survive that, having to survive, you know, managing, you know, when I did graduate from high school, and and I'm I'm sitting at you know work, and my boss coming over and says something to me racist. Having to survive that very moment and not snapping on him, not losing it, you know, like having to survive being homeless. You know, I was homeless this time two years ago, sleeping on my best friend's couch, not having nowhere to go. But I still, I stay grinding. I stay hustling because I know I had a vision. I know I had a goal. And I just kept doing whatever I could do to survive and to kill my goals. It didn't matter what happened. It didn't matter, you know, what life threw at me. I define myself as a survivor because when I look back over my life, you know, it's been some things and some challenges that tried to literally take me out, and I just survived it. I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's how I feel, like I'm a survivor. And why? Because I have survived so many crazy things in my life, you know, survived, you know, just be, I was on the Steve Harvey show, and that thing was crazy, like having to survive, and I know that's kind of like going to go into another thing but just oh, yeah. having to, to, <laughs> to be on national tv and people having different thoughts about you that's a lot i've been through a lot having to survive the most detrimental point in my life with losing my mother like mm-hmm. so like yeah i can if i could describe myself i would definitely say to uh, a survivor definitely a survivor yeah and I could definitely see that by just different things that you have said um, in the past and how you kind of have continued to grow and press. And I feel like you have made pivots and just tried to adapt. And you're, like you always have tried to figure out what works best for you, which is yeah. um, can be challenging for a lot of people because they can get discouraged easily and then just like give up. And I've been challenged with that as well. Like you know, trying something, it not working out, and then having to redo it, and you get so irritated with yourself, so frustrated, because you see other people, like, elevating and growing and all this other stuff, so definitely, I would say that's a fitting word for you. Um, Okay, ooh, I wrote this down, so let me, like, (laughs) let me read this about myself. For me, I said, I define myself as a go-getter, my life and mindset yeah. are built around how I can elevate in all aspects, whether that be relationally, career, within my mindset, my environment, etc. I have always been a go-getter, even in dark times. It was, it was just not as fired up, but I have always had a great game. Oh my gosh, I cannot even read. A great bounce-back game. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, guys, I have to flip the page. Yes, I did write it down. <laughs> I said, I always come harder. Oh, wait, no, that's the end. Okay. Well, I guess that's the end. I said, basically, I always have great bounce back game and I always come harder. So kind of similar to yours. Um, But yeah, I just feel like I have, too, been sad a lot in my youth. Um, More so for different reasons than you, but more so just because I didn't really feel like I had a place. Um, I was the middle child, well, I am the middle child, so 
I'm the oldest sister, but then I'm the younger sister at the same time. So it's kind of like a weird spot. And it's like your older sibling gets to do a lot of more things than you do because they're older than you. And then your younger sibling gets babied a lot and gets to do a lot of things that you don't get to do because they're younger than you. So I kind of just felt kind of in the middle. And that kind of followed me through like my life now. So I'm at a point where I'm just trying to make sure that I get over some insecurities um, and be just very transparent and open about them because I feel like that is the best way for me to grow and for me to break down um, the way I have built up a lot of walls. So yeah, I would just define myself as a go-getter because I definitely have always aimed higher even when I don't feel like I deserve that or even if I don't feel like I'm like fitting for that if that makes any type of sense um yeah so I always kind of just like felt out of place which again goes back to why I started this podcast because I want to make sure that people within this decade feel like they have a place because I feel like within the your 20s at least in my experience so far you kind of do feel just out of place because when you're your child slash teenager you have a spot, you're at your parents' house, you're in school, when you're in your 30s beyond, you're an adult, you like have a family, you're building, you know, but like in your 20s, you're just kind of figuring it out, so I just wanted to create a space for people who um, feel like they're out of place, so that you can know like, hey, you do have a spot, um, we all do, and just grow with me and learn with me through my own journey, you know what I mean? I love it. Okay. I love it, I love it. Okay, so um, really quickly though, back to your event. So how did that go for you guys, and how did you kind of structure that for your what would you call them your clients or just your community of my um, tribe? Your my tribe. I am tribe. Okay. okay. <laughs> so how did that go for you guys? Oh, it went absolutely amazing. Um, how it actually came about was I had to go speak at an event and um I do this thing when I go and speak called the power of I am exercise Mm -hmm. and that particular night of my event we didn't get a chance to finish my exercise because we were like uh interrupted and so a lot of the women have reached out to me and said you know hey Jay can you come to my house and finish that exercise Mm -hmm. or can you come to my event and finish that exercise because I really enjoy it and so um, from then, that that was like eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago. I said, okay, you know what? Obviously, there is a need in the marketplace, mm-hmm. you know, for people to relax, for people to be rejuvenated, and for people to release and find out about the power of I am. So let me create something that where they can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. I, cre- I looked up spaces, um, Airbnb spaces, and um, I got a chef. I got a therapist, uh, esthetician, um, we had some, um, we had a very nice, we were staying in a multi-million dollar home, like, I really, really decided, like, what type of experience would I want to have releasing, relaxing, and rejuvenating, and mm-hmm. I literally saw the vision in my head, I wrote it down on paper, and then I just created it. Awesome. <laughs> and it sold out, yeah. That's amazing. Well, that sounds really fun. I definitely would want to go to something like that. 
and that sounds like something for other people to check her out on so if you're like an entrepreneur or anything not even just an entrepreneur if you're just a a human and you need some time to relax (laughs) and you need some relaxing time is there a space where people can find out about future events or was this a one-time thing no, it's actually going to be happening very uh, often in 2019. So if they want to find out about it, they can go to w- my website, www.jayslaughter.com. Okay, great. So that's where you can find out about that. And she is in Chicagoland area, so um, you can travel if you feel like it. I'm not sure if it, you're going to be in different areas with this event. or Yeah, if it's I'm gonna actually, be we're actually planning one for us. Uh, we're going to Jamaica in August. So August the 22nd, we'll be in Jamaica for four days. And then I have some some more smaller events um, that we are preparing for, um, like in February and also in, um, in May. So uh, two, two more retreats. So two more retreats and then a big event in, in Jamaica in August. Okay, cool. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, a lot of downtime, and just a sense of community because I feel like that is really what you need when you are kind of going through this phase of being stuck and figuring out who you are. A sense of community really helps you to hone in on, like, what what are my good attributes? What do I bring to the table? And, you know, how do I hone in on these skills so I can focus more so on these rather than my weaknesses and rather than the negative parts about who I am? Because I do feel like with, like, the whole power of I am, a lot of people, and I'm guilty of this as well, and I'm reworking my mind frame, like, every single day now. Um, A lot of people tend to focus on what they're weak at. And for, whoa, my voice, okay. For example, (laughs) I recently was looking at one of my old journals, because I am someone who journals and writes and has been like that all my life so I was looking at one and I realized that in there I had it was from like 2014 and this was when I was 18 so I was writing down all the things I wanted to change about myself like granted they were things that I was just self-critiquing and saying like oh this can be better this can be better but again if I didn't feel like I had that place and I was writing down all my negative attributes, the whole thing was just very negative. It wasn't about really elevation. It was really just like tearing myself down. So have you had any experience where you just didn't like how you defined yourself? You didn't like how others defined you? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit, but how did that make you feel? And did you kind of in turn start doing it to yourself? Yeah, you know what? Um, I when I was filming on the Steve Harvey show, um, TV is tricky, and so they portray me in a great light, great light, great light. But social media, um, like when I got engaged on the Steve Harvey show, they were like, "Oh, she just faking. Oh, she just want the ring or." She just, you know, she's not really in love. She, they portrayed me to be such this person that I'm not, and I did not like that. And so um, that kind of made me come down on myself, like question myself, knowing within my heart, I'm not like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not a person that is, is like that. Um, but I started to second-guess myself because 
the 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 pressure of social media um kind of was getting to me until I had to unleash the power of I am for myself. Like, no, hold up, hold up, Jay. This is not you that they're saying mean things about you. They're saying that, you know, you're a user or you just wanted the ring or you're this, you're that. No, let's capture and correct. Let's capture and correct. No, you're not that. You are amazing. You are intelligent. You are beautiful. You are capable of being proposed to on national TV. Hello? So I had to literally, (laughs) I had to literally stop, you know, like what other people were defining me. I didn't like it. And then I started to define myself, but I had to capture and correct that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can be challenging though. So for you, like, does it, even though this is your practice and this is um, your business and brand, I know you're still a human and you go through different things. So for you, timeline-wise, how long would you say it kind of takes you to kick into gear and be like, wait, but actually I'm not that, so let me, like, stop thinking about that and thinking about myself in that way? How long does that process take for you? Yeah, normally the longest longest time it has taken that I can remember is like a day. I remember soaking in just misery for a day. It has not been longer than a day because um, I am in this practice and this is what I teach other people. And so um, I'm, I, I don't remember, I don't recall it being longer than me snapping back, capturing, correcting, and taking more than 24 hours. Can you touch on the capturing and correcting part? Because I haven't really heard anyone say those terminologies before. So can you kind of share with us what that means? So when I say capture and correct, I mean so when a negative thought comes into your head, mm-hmm. right? So like if, if I was like, um, you know, I'm ugly. So capturing that negative thought and correcting it with something that's powerful or that's positive. So... You are not ugly. You are beautiful. So, like, the thought of could come in our heads that, oh, my God. Oh, oh, perfect example is when we are having the girl, you know, when girlfriend comes during that time of the month. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my God, I'm so fat. Oh, my God, I'm this. Oh, my God. Oh. We can say that all day long. How we capture it is capturing that thought and then correcting it with saying, no, you're not that. No, you are. You are beautiful. You are ama- I am amazing. I am I am, I am, you know, healthy. I am, you know, so capturing the negative thought and turning it into a positive by correcting it. Mm-hmm. So that's what capture and correct me. Okay. I did that today at work because I was very annoyed. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was like, I want to quit. I just don't like it here. So I had to capture and correct my own thoughts because if I didn't, yeah. I would have just walked out. So yeah, guys, caption correct because it's definitely helpful and not even like seriously on a serious note, like it definitely helps because for example, like I said, when I was at work, you know, I have these goals and these objectives and these intentions that I'm like really taking very seriously day by day for me and trying to connect with different people so I can just, again, elevate where I am now because it's not where... I want to be so I'm just making sure that I'm not getting stuck in this frame of mind so for me when I was at work um, I'm a visual merchandiser and I work in store so it's a retail space and I do not want to be in that space any longer it's not a space for me so I was at work I was doing my duties and 
you know, hating it. And I realized I was coming off and exuding that energy that was coming into my head. So in my head, in the beginning of the day, I was like, fine. Nobody was getting on my nerves. I was like, look, I'm going to just get through my day. It was filled with positivity because I like do morning rituals that make me feel good about myself which would be like reading a pot or listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook or you know whatever thing I feel like in the moment I need I do before my day before I have to go in to the place that I don't want to be at so throughout my day today it was just like a drag and I was like okay girl look when is this over when is it ending I want to leave right now so Again, it started coming off in the in a way that I wanted to leave. I didn't like it there. I was just exuding this energy that was just not who I am, but it was how I was feeling at the time. So I was like talking to myself internally and telling myself that if I want the day to go by faster, thinking like this will not help for number one. So it's only going to make me feel even more miserable. Number two... If I want the day to be better, then I feel at the moment I need to kind of change my thoughts. So you're definitely right about the capture and correct because I started replacing the whole, um, what was I thinking? I I remember thinking like, I hate it here. (laughs) And I remember, I can't really say that I don't not like it there. So I couldn't really correct that thought. But what I did do is say, okay, what are the benefits of me being here right now? Like, what is the positive end of me being here right now? And I thought of about maybe three benefits that I was getting. And then I was like, okay, I'm right about that. Even though I don't like it per se, I am still getting benefits out of this situation. So it's okay. So um, for you, okay, actually, I mean, this is a question for the audience. But for me at the same time, um while you're elevating and while you're moving forward and trying to capture and correct in terms of actually changing that mind frame where it's just second nature where you don't really have to you know you can have a day of like sulking like you said or you can have like an hour of sulking or however much time you delegate for feeling down about a situation um how quickly would you say that mind frame turns positive and I know that kind of sounds similar to our last question but I'm more so I'm trying to say if I'm working on my mindset how many days or weeks or months can I look for forward to it being more positive in does that make sense I feel like that question was kind of all over the place no it does and I think it all depends on the person like I can't tell you, well, it's going to take six weeks, or it's going to take 30 days, or it's mm-hmm. going to take five minutes. I think it all depends on the person, and if they want to <laughs> be positive. I think when you want to be positive, and you want to shift your mindset, it's all about making a decision. And the moment that you decide that, hey, I'm not going to let this negative situation or these negative thoughts control me, I'm going to immediately change it, then you'll change it. So it's all about how long it really takes for you to make up in your mind that you're going to make a decision to be better and to be more positive. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, It's definitely easier said than done, though. (laughs) Not going to lie. Yeah, it is. 
It's definitely it is, easier but it's, said it's all about, like you say, you wake up every morning and you have intentions. It's the same thing. Like, you, you have to wake up with intentions to be positive today. And you have to do that That talk to you. Have to, and that's what the power of I am is really all about. Is because it's not about how you feel. It's about what you say. Hmm. It's not about how you feel. It's about what you say and what you said. So if you say, hey, every single morning I'm going to do this ritual. Every single morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to, you know, capture and correct my negative thoughts and turn them into positive. Then guess what? Every single day you should wake up with intentions to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like working out. A lot of us don't like working out. But when we set an intention, when we decide hey, this is something that we're going to do and we're going to be consistent at doing it, we just do it. Yeah. We have more power and control over our mind than we think we do. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what can be kind of scary because just, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier to talk about the negative and the anxiety and all that other stuff. It's so much easier to fall into just because, I mean, we're human beings and those emotions come up, but if you think about it, when you kind of get down and you feed into the down thoughts, it gets worse, like I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you have to immediately capture and correct. Because if you don't capture and correct, you're going to go down. You're going to make fall into a depression. Like when my mom died, for instance, like... Depression was literally knocking on my door. It was telling me every day, be sad, be sad, be sad, be sad, be sad. My mind was everything around me. People calling me. People, are you okay? You know, everything around me was saying, be sad, be sad. But I had to stay intentional about where I wanted to do, how I wanted to grieve, how I wanted to go about my day. Yes, I can soak. And I have all right to. My mom does that. Hell, like I mean, you could like who 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 wouldn't want to soak? So like who wouldn't want to just like give up on life? So I had to make a conscious decision. Hey Jay, guess what? You are going to 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 make this as this this process as positive as possible, knowing that this is a dagger in your heart. You're still going to have to capture and correct because what things that happen in our life. It's not about us. We go through things in our life to help somebody else. But if you stay in a slump for 20 days, for 30 days, what are you saying to your tribe of people that you are supposed to inspire and that you are supposed to help? What are you saying to your little sister? What are you saying to your bigger brother? What are you saying to yourself? Is that okay? You know, but so we have to kind of take accountability and we have to kind of do the work and be intentional about what we really want when it comes to our mindset. Yeah, I Definitely, 100% agree. And I wanted to mention, too, I heard someone say, where was this? I honestly do not remember right at this moment where I heard this from. But this kind of changed the game for me and how I thought. Um, Oh, okay, I remember. It was on a podcast that I love. Um, What's the name of it? Okay, I'm going to have to think about the name. I'll probably post it in the show notes. Um if I remember exactly what episode it was, I'm going to have to do my research. But anyway, they were talking about how we make so many promises to ourselves that we sometimes just don't see through. Which, okay, so say if you promise, say if I promise you, Jay, like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna email you every first of the month. Say I, say I say that. 
and I tell you what time I'm going to email you when we like set up this whole thing but I always email you on the third of the month and it's never at the time that we even said it's just random it's just never consistent and it's just it is what it is but then one day I email you on the first of the month like it's just it doesn't really mean anything so now you kind of have a built up expectation of me that I'm always going to email you at a different time than what we actually set and you just kind of don't take me as seriously anymore. It's the same thing with our subconscious is what, you know, the girl on the podcast was saying. She was like, you know, when we set these intentions for ourselves, whether it be like working out a certain amount of times a week and getting fit or being more positive or elevating or you know whatever your intentions are and you're only doing it for like a week or two weeks or whatever like time span you give yourself you're only letting your future self down and your subconscious down so now your subconscious when you like come back to that thought of okay I know I fell off for like a month but I really want to get back into the gym like your subconscious is already like I don't believe you because you already said and you already bamboozled me literally every single time. So now I don't really believe you anymore and you're not going to work out. We're just going to be fat. And then it's like your mind plays that trick on you because you already lied to yourself. So I would say for our listeners, just kind of think of it as that. Like try not to lie to yourself. It's not really about... um, always trying to be positive and always trying to do like this and that or not giving yourself a break like think of it in the mind frame of if you don't really say what you said you were going to do as jay said you're only lying to yourself so you're only letting yourself down in turn yourself doesn't believe yourself (laughs) and i know that's kind of a mouthful but if you're not actually putting the work into yourself as you would put it into something else or someone else then you're not going to see the results in the same way you can't let your subconscious down and that's really what the main objective should be in your life is to always push towards changing um and forgiving and making space for new things within your subconscious rather than how you have been in the past so that kind of like changed the way i thought about things because i thought that was a really interesting perspective on this whole i am thing That was awesome. I love that. And I'll take that and I'll apply that to my life. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, do you have any tips that you can just kind of list off or maybe go into depth? I know you touched on how you kind of go through the power of I am with clients. Are you comfortable with sharing that information on here with our listeners today? Um, how do I go through the process with this? Yes, like how you were saying in your event you wanted to do that, but then you got you guys kind of got cut um short. Oh, okay, yeah. So the power, my power of I am exercise. Mm-hmm. Yes, the exercise. Um, so my, how the power of I am exercise work is someone said, um, so it, you, you get in a group of four. And, um, like, you can do this with your friends or whatever. Um, you get in a group of four, and so one person stands in the middle, and then three people surround them. So one on the right, one on the left, and then one behind them. And so then what you would do, um, the person in the middle, what they have to do is speak 
a, a powerful I am statement based off of where they want to go. So just say, like, if you wanted to be the next hottest vlogger, right? Mm -hmm. So, But you're not there yet. So what you would say is, I am a successful vlogger. And they will say, then they will, they will reaffirm you in that and say, you are a successful blogger. And then you will say it again, I am a successful blogger. Then they will reaffirm you and say, you are a successful blogger. So what that does for the conscious mind, the unconscious mind, and the subconscious mind is it, it helps to train it to now uh, position you to go and become that blogger. So you hearing someone, you're, you're hearing yourself, you're saying it into the universe, right? So mm -hmm. remember I said whatever whatever follows the word I am starts looking for you, right? But now you have your earth angels or your people that are going to reaffirm what you said, um, your accountability partners that are going to say, yes, you are a successful blogger. And so when they do that in, in your subconscious mind, you're going to continue to always hear that voice, those voices in your head when it comes to blogging. So it's going to be like whenever you feel like you want to give up or whenever you feel like you can't do something, you're going to remember those accountability partners that reaffirm that you are. Yes, you are a successful blogger. Yes, you can do this. You're going to hear that in your subconscious mind and in your unconscious mind when you're sleeping. And so we do that for about 15 minutes. And so it's a really powerful exercise. A lot of breakthrough happens and people's lives literally instantly, instantaneously transform right then and there. Because they start to believe what they say. So when they start to believe what they say, they actually go out and do it. Mm -hmm. For those who don't feel or who may not feel comfortable with the group exercise, do you suggest getting an accountability partner? And if so, how do you suggest someone to even go about that? Because that could be a little bit intimidating. Um, you know, with, the, with an accountability partner, you would just let them know your goals. Right, so just say like if you were my accountability partner, and I would say, you know what, Krisha, I want, I want to be, I am going to be a multi-million dollar brand strategist, and you're going to reaffirm me and say, Jay, you know what, you are going to be a multi-million dollar brand strategist. What does it take to be a multi-million dollar brand strategist? And then we'll go through what it takes to be a multi-million dollar brand strategist. Because it's one thing how the power of I am works. The power of I am, like I am, is the faith. But whatever comes after the, the, the I am is the work that you have to put in to become it. So if, I can, if I'm saying I am a multi-millionaire or I'm a multi-million dollar brand strategist, yes, I'm going to affirm myself and say that because that is my belief. I believe that I can be a multi-million dollar brand strategist. But the work is, okay, what is it going to take for you to become that multi-million dollar brand strategist? So you can have that dialogue with your accountability partner. And I think, and I know for a fact it's very powerful because I do it all the time. Okay, so now you've heard it. Just try to find someone who you can kind of walk trust. through. Yeah, definitely trust and walk through your objectives with. Because I feel like when you do have someone to kind of walk through with you, it does make it seem, you know, more accessible for one. And two, it helps you to feel supported and helps you to have a sense of community. For me, I wrote down a couple things here. Um... So, 
what I would say to people who are in my age range who are trying to figure it out and trying to get out of the stuck mind frame, I would say just question yourself on your purpose and what fuels you and what gives you drive. So I literally have done this countless times throughout the years and I have recently done it as well. So what I would do is I would write down everything that... um makes me excited whether that be like dogs or flowers or candles literally just whatever makes you excited write them all down and then try to figure out okay what like gives me the most excitement so then try to narrow it down and just kind of go through your list narrow it down and then also ask people you know, what do you think I'm good at? And then also on your own end, write down what you think you're good at. So you can kind of figure out like, what are my passions? Because a lot of the time I feel like people in their 20s or young people kind of don't understand what they want and where they're passionate about in life or what they're passionate about rather in life. But it's like, it's right in front of you. You just have to kind of figure it out a little bit and do some work. So that's something that I would say is very helpful and successful. And if you want to do it with someone, that would be also equally helpful because they can kind of help you to realize your strong suits. Um, So that's my one tip. And my second tip is if you stay stuck about... If you stay stuck about the same things and if you just think about the same things every single day, you're never really going to press forward. So I would say write down what your biggest challenges are and write down what your main concerns are and try to figure out a solution to these concerns, whether it be really small or whether whether it is really large. And then how, figure out how you can make steps towards that large objective. That's pretty much just problem solving within your life. Um, And it's a skill that is very necessary to be an adult. So I would really suggest just trying it. And if it doesn't really work out for you at first, maybe take a break from it for for like a week or so and then try it again and see if you can figure out any other um, uh, things. What's the word I'm looking for? Any other ways to solve your problems or your challenges. And if not, um i would say ask other people like hey are you challenged with this how do you overcome this so that way you're not just staying stuck in these certain areas and also just reach out to people who are successful in those areas that you're challenged with whether that be like in person or whether that be someone online who you can kind of gain gain insight from so that those are my two tips i love that i love Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, so overall, just to recap on everything that we touched on, your words have power, so use them wisely. Um, we only have a certain amount of words in this life that we have, so you might as well use them wisely um, because you never know when your time is up. And we want to make sure that we're always progressing as hardcore as we can so that we can say that we lived our fullest potential in our best life basically um and also stay in contact with people who are doing better than what you are doing who can motivate you and who can make sure that you are always progressing forward and um 
write down your objectives so you can kind of stay focused on the prize and get out of that stuck mindset. Do you have anything that you wanted to kind of overview for the listeners? I mean, are you, are you talking to me, Christian? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I just, I just want um, your listeners just to, if they can take this last, you know, thought away. I know we said a lot, and sometimes it can be overwhelming to take in so much. But if they can just take this last thought, and it's one of my favorite quotes is, it, it is, is, I am. Two of the most powerful words for what you put after I am shapes your reality. So whenever you are speaking the words I am, I want you to be intentional about what you allow to come after that I am because it's literally going to shape your reality. I agree. All right. Well, thank you for that last tip. Definitely, guys. I know sometimes talks like these and conversations like these can be overruled as spiritual or like too much or too extra but if you just try and practice it for at least like give it at least three weeks or give it at least a month just try it out see how it works for you and if you don't like it then okay at least you like gave it a shot but I wouldn't shut down and disregard anything that Jay and I are speaking on because we are both speaking on our own experiences and how this has helped us to kind of move forward in our lives and in our thinking. So thank you again for coming on. I'm glad that you got to share. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you want to shout out your social media at all or I'm not sure if that's sure, 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 sure. So on Facebook I am Jay Slaughter. Um is my Facebook. I am Jay Slaughter or Jay just Jay Slaughter. And then on um, Instagram and Twitter, it's I am Jay Slaughter. And that's J A I Slaughter, not just one J. It's J A I. So it looks like Jai, but it's really pronounced J. So I am Jay Slaughter on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, and then for anyone who wants to reach you for um, business purposes, just hit her up on her website, which she said before. Do you want to mention it one more time? It's All right, so now that's you know where to look for her. Don't ask me. Just listen to it. That's how I know you didn't <laughs> listen to the whole thing if you asked me. Um, but, okay, thank you again, and I hope you guys come back next Tuesday. No, you guys will be back here next Tuesday. That's because I said so. So yeah, I will see you that's guys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you very much. And don't forget to go on my social media at E-X-K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-J-A-M-E-S, E-X Christian James. And then also for the podcast, it is these.20s.somethings, all lowercase. And thank you. See you guys next week. Bye, Jay. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you.